to the show. Hope you're all having a great week so far. So we are taking a short break for the next few weeks, but fear not. We have some wonderful episodes to share with you. What we're doing is we went back and we found some of our listener favorites, some of our best podcasts, some of your favorite episodes, and we are polishing those up and um, sharing those again with you. So you will hear those over the next couple of weeks, and we hope you get to enjoy them if you have not heard them already. So thanks for listening. On today's Encore episode, I have the wonderful Healy Yang. She and I talk about her role as the founder of Sol de Janeiro, the amazing cosmetic brand, and how she started Sol de Janeiro, what inspired her to start the brand, and her advice to other women for paving their own way. I hope you enjoy our conversation. All right. Well, I am so excited to have you with me today. Welcome to the show, Gila. Thank you so much for having me, Aliza. So, Hila, I love your story. We met, um, and this got set up through um, a mutual uh, friend that we have, some that we know in common. And um, when she told me your story, I I just thought, oh my gosh, this is such a great introduction for our team, for our community on what is going on in the beauty space and not like really kind of thinking about it more broadly. I love um, what your brand is all about. So when why don't we just start and if you could talk a little bit about how your brand came to be, the Sol de Janeiro brand came to be. Great. Well, I love telling the story. So I'm going to do it again with you. Um, it's Really, I feel incredibly blessed. I had a career that was probably a little bit more straightforward. Um, so I was I grew up with this um, you know idea that you know women and men are equal. Like I grew up in a household with two, you know, I have a sister and a brother. Um, so you know, it was a you know career that ended up having me get an MBA and then ended up at L'Oreal and Estee Lauder. And I fell in love with the beauty industry because it had to do with women. And I looked at the top and I thought, wow, there are not that many women up on the top at these mm-hmm. companies and 99% of the customers are women. So I said, that's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. That was my big plan. But then what happened was I met my husband and mm-hmm. it became um, really a sort of a, a love story because we ended up flying back and forth between Brazil New York, um, we're meeting in Miami. Uh, and then next thing I know, I'm married and I'm living in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So- wait a second. Wait a second. Oh my gosh. So let me, let me make sure I understand this. Yes. You met your husband and you did, uh, when you guys met, you were yes. living in different countries. Yes, exactly. So he was living in Sao Paulo. I was living in New York and he was just passing through New York. He was passing through New York. You guys yes. somehow met. Yes. And yeah. Fell in love. Did yeah. The back and forth thing, commuting, and then decided, okay, I'm just moving to Brazil. Yes. Pack up my bags, uh, leave my family. I mean, my my whole my sister, my parents. They, they were all in New York. My job, mm. my friends, and yeah. uh, what you know, do you do for love? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so so you. Day, but it happened to me. Yeah. So you so, moved to Brazil, and yeah. what are you are you working someplace else, or did you immediately just say, "I have this amazing idea for a beauty brand"? 
Yeah, so um, I, I, when I moved to Brazil, I had a, a great job offer um, to run all of South America skincare division of a, a large beauty company. Mm-hmm. But then what happened was, I guess, you know, life had different plans for me mm-hmm. because I got pregnant right away. The first mm-hmm. month I got there and this job required me to be on the road 70% of the time. Yeah. And it's a new country. I didn't speak the language. I didn't have any friends. And so I said, okay, you know, I'm going to make the best out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I studied Portuguese. I, you know, worked on the house. I, you know, and it was a huge adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'll talk a little bit later about, um, advice for entrepreneurs and other women who, um, because there's no one straight path. That's kind of the moral of my life. Yes. Um, so I, um, but you know, when I got pregnant, what I was so disappointed on one hand, because I had all these plans, you know, not just the job, but go party on the beaches, go travel <laughs> through the jungles. And I couldn't do any of that. Right. So I, um, you know, I just get, getting bigger and bigger and you know one day my husband said let's go to the beach and I said okay so I pulled out my one piece black bathing suit and he said oh you know absolutely not like why would you want to wear a big one piece that hides your beautiful belly like Mm. here in Brazil you flaunt that Mm. beautiful and you're Mm -hmm. pregnant and so um I so we went bikini shopping yeah (laughs) Uh, and of course, the Brazilian bikinis are tiny. So here I was on the beaches of Brazil at the largest I've, I've ever been in my life, wearing right. the tiniest bikini ever in my life. Like it's very yeah. ironic, right? Yeah. And so I'm I'm sitting there feeling incredibly self-conscious and I'm looking around and nobody was looking at me. Nobody was judging me. And all I saw was people of all shapes, all sizes, all colors, just loving themselves, enjoying themselves, having a wonderful time on the beach, soaking up the sun. And most importantly, because I come from the beauty industry, I noticed that they were doing lots of things to their body, to their hair. And I thought, oh my gosh, like they're, the way they're approaching beauty is so ingrained and so positive Mm and there you know this concept of self-care that's very Mm -hmm. trendy today yeah i mean it was inherent in in their culture i mean it it is and so they it's it's almost like you you watch you know women on the beaches of brazil like they it's almost like they how can i love myself more (laughs) like how can i you know put this lotion on my body in a way that is more loving than yesterday. I mean, it was such a liberating and um, a fresh way to look at beauty. So it was really what inspired me. And I became obsessed with, like, how can I spread this positive message? I love Um, that. I love that. So that was that was the idea that was the start of it and so i we uh, we need to talk about this most recent collaboration so here you are what year was that when you started when you first launched and 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 started really going in with the brand oh so um on on the brand the brand launched in 2015 yeah um, okay. and i met my co-founder 
partner, Mark, in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And he's an American man who was living in Brazil for 10 years. And he he had the same sort of liberating experience there. Mm -hmm. And so we came together. His background is advertising. My background is cosmetics and marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and I also had finance training at Goldman Sachs. Mm -hmm. And so when he and I came together, um, it just worked out so naturally well. Um, it's a great combination of skills and background. Um, and so what we did first was we, instead of um, developing a product first, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of founders, I think they develop a product out of a necessity because they can't find something, yes. um, mm -hmm. see a gap in the market. Well, for us, it was really our personal passion to spread this positive message around mm -hmm. the um, mm -hmm. And not just like, oh, you got wrinkles and spots on your face and here's a solution. Right. Um, so he and I really worked on what our brand purpose was mm -hmm. uh, and what our brand manifesto was. And so our brand purpose is, um, I can you know send this to you later, but it's really to embolden mm -hmm. the movement of self-celebration and joy mm -hmm. through the power and the warmth of Brazilian spirit. Yeah. And so... He and I really worked on that first, and then we said, okay, what, what's the category of products that would support this mission and mm -hmm. that would help support this message the best? Mm -hmm. And we landed a body care. So, so much of your energy, the way you interact with others, it's so much of it is you're through your body language and how you smell and how you embrace. And so that's how we ended up with the body care category, you know, not mm -hmm. because we thought that was the biggest category because it certainly wasn't back mm -hmm. then. So we launched um, this product in 2015 on our website. So we're digitally native. Mm -hmm. And um, and then a few months later, we met with Sephora and that was kind of the, you know, the history making launch where four months after the launch, the Boom Boom Cream became the number one skincare SKU at Sephora. So let's talk a little bit about the other element of of what you do, which is the business structure. So you mentioned sure. that you have experience in finance from Goldman Sachs. You also um, have experience in business on the marketing end, having worked in the beauty industry. Can you, entrepreneurship is a whole other game, right? I, as somebody who came from marketing at a big brand, I know when I started my company, you think, oh, I went to business school. I've worked at a big company. I know how to do this. And then you get thrown into entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it is an entirely different beast. You actually, I remember thinking to myself many times over the last 10 plus years, how, wait, I got an MBA. How come I don't feel like we covered some of this <laughs> stuff in that in the MBA courses? So can you talk a little bit about how that experience has been for you as an entrepreneur and building your business? Like, what do you think is um, important for people to know um, who might be looking to make that make that switch? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as mentioned like a few minutes ago, uh, our career, our professional life is has definitely not been a straightforward path for me. And being open-minded 
to opportunities, not just professionally, but personally, mm-hmm. I think is one of the greatest gifts that we can have. Um, so being open and willing to try different things. Um, and I, you know, I found that, you know, one of the books um, that I've you know, enjoyed reading is Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks about career being not a ladder, like a corporate ladder, but a zigzag. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what's the term she used? I think it was, um, oh, jungle gym. So mm-hmm. you're jumping from um, one equipment in a jungle gym to another. You're kind of going in, in a zigzag yeah. and you eventually get to your end point. But along the way, you've actually gained a lot of different skill sets. Yes. And so you become a lot more you know, rounded all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that as the business grows, it's to be a manager and a leader. And now, you know, I have close to 100 employees. It's um, that well-rounded life experience has mm-hmm. become very important to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's a combination of passion and grit. And I think as, as you went through as well, Lisa, I mean, I was buying my own URL sites, right? Yep. Buying all the misspelling of Soldigenado. Yeah. Um, I was putting it on my personal credit card. Yeah. Um, I went to a trade show in Las Vegas and stayed in a $50 hotel because that was the budget for this. Yep. You know, I used my son's arts and crafts material to build mock-ups for the for the jar. And so mm. um, I think, you know, one, one other thing is just being humble and, um, you know, this passion plus grit and being open and then mm-hmm. lastly is being humble um you know just because i had an mba or just because i worked at a you know very big um well-known companies mm-hmm. uh, that didn't mean that there were things there were that i couldn't do i would love if you could talk a little bit too about the how you deal with the failures that happen inevitably in any business. And this is one of the things also that I I found is when you work in a big company, you know, you don't necessarily have these huge, like maybe you don't have the huge highs, but you don't have the huge lows because like, you know, things are just more steady. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. an established business. You are one of many people who are there. The highs are, you know, you don't have as many of the insane highs and many as, and, and as many of the insane lows. But I, I would love if you could talk a little bit about how you handle as an entrepreneur running this amazing business and this brand that you've built. There are hiccups that you are going to have something that doesn't perform as you want to, you wanted it to, or a day that you're just like, oh my God. How how did this day happen? Can you talk about how you overcome those types of things that inevitably pop up? Yeah, so that's a very um, important part of the entrepreneur experience. Um, I think when I was younger, I used to be more upset at things that didn't go my way, um, whether I could control them or not. And I would especially get upset if they were my own mistakes. I, you know, I was very harsh on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I got older and more experienced, and again, this is about you know life experience, the, the mistakes and failures are 
fantastic opportunities for growth. Mm -hmm. And so it's a real switch in mindset. And mm -hmm. they're really, you know, I really mean that in a genuine way. Um, we've had number of those occasions where we could have made a different decision and they were clearly mistakes, but mm -hmm. you know, the um, mistakes don't define you. Right. It's what you do about them. And I'll give you one example. After the huge success of Boom Boom Cream, we worked on the next um, cream and mm -hmm. that's our current Coco Cabana cream. Mm -hmm. When we first launched it and we had high hopes, huge marketing plan, and we launched it in January, I think it was like last week of December, and we got feedback from our customers saying that the fragrance was was off. Mm. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it reminded them of something that that was not our intention. And so yeah. what we did, we huddled very quickly together and we actually um changed it we did a very quick pivot mm -hmm. uh, we actually pulled it mm. we didn't call sephora i said we're taking it back yeah and we also took a poll on our social media and asked our customers like what are you smelling like what did you expect and mm -hmm. did you like it and should we change it and so we took that poll and we posted it Mm -hmm. And really got customers to engage with it. And then mm -hmm. we changed it and we relaunched it nine mm -hmm. months later. Yeah. Um, and so um, Sephora actually included that in one of their presentation as an, as an example mm -hmm. of how brands can quickly pivot. Now, big companies, like they can't do that, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but you can. And that's one of the advantages of being small and mm -hmm. agile mm -hmm. and, so that's something that I'm hoping to continue to be able to do as we yeah. grow, because I mean that's you know that's exactly what's motivating and exciting. You want to stay close to the customers. Yeah, I love that. I love that, and and you know, it's just so smart that you you guys are you have your instincts right, and you know as a business person, as a woman, as an, as, as somebody who has done marketing, what your instincts tell you, but the fact that you have the insight that you should, that the customer is ultimately somebody whose voice you want to play a huge role in what you're bringing to market is, uh, is just so smart. I love, I love that you are listening to the customers. Can you talk a little bit about, take us back, like, what were you like as a child? Did, if you thought about, you know, think about Hila as a young, as like a 10 year old, did you, would you have seen this future for yourself where you oh are be an entrepreneur running a, an amazing brand? Not at all. 10 year old. Oh my gosh. I was very shy and I still, I mean, you don't really change, right? And I still have very much of that side of me. I was very shy. Um, I was always a hardworking person. And, um, you know, I think I, when I moved to the US, I was 12 years old. Yeah. And I didn't speak a word of English. And so that transition uh, really helped me grow that mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. be able to adapt. And I think because of that, maybe I was very open-minded when I moved to Brazil because mm -hmm. I've done it once. 
know, move my life once yeah. and adjust to a different culture. I grew up in a fairly conservative family and culture. And mm-hmm. I, as I mentioned, I had a very straightforward career path. But I think being open and having these opportunities that you think, oh, you know, you listen to your heart and say, wow, right. like that, that's, I think working on this brand has made me a happier person, more positive person. And this brand has a way of infiltrating your life. You know, I have, I love reading our customers' emails and love letters to us. Mm -hmm. And can I read just a quick one, this one that I love? Sure. Um, Here, um, she wrote... I wanted to say thank you, really, really thank you. I haven't had any self-confidence for years. I am plus size and never feel pretty or sexy in anything I wear. That has changed because of you. You have built into your brand that it's okay to be a plus size lady and still wear sexy things and even flaunt it. Mm. I receive compliments every day, always for my fragrance and sometimes even for what I'm wearing, a very different experience for me. You have definitely changed my life and my husband loves it too. I mean, that's, that's a, what a, what a testament yeah. to what, to what you're building. Uh, can you talk a little bit about this idea though, of self-care? You said when you went to Brazil and you saw that women in Brazil were much more open to the idea that they need to take care of themselves in that way. And we sort of had a little bit of, we, we've been lagged in that, right, in the U.S. Now, there is a lot more conversation about self-care. But but can you talk about what, why you think that has evolved and, and, and what the opportunity, why it's important for women to think about self-care, you know, and, and how that might change their lives? Yes, um, it, that's a very important topic and a question. I mean, I, I don't want to generalize, but we women tend to be a lot more nurtured and we think about others a lot, especially when it comes to like our children, our family. Um, if you look at the statistics, like it's often the daughter who takes care of the parents. And so um, our instinct is often it's for others. And that's time, that's resource. And that's not something that comes as naturally to a lot of us. So when I went to Brazil, um, the way women were taking care of themselves head to toe were very playful in a positive, fun way. And that's what I really loved. It wasn't like, oh, my God, I have to take care of myself and invest in me. Because It wasn't that. It was very much... Um, second nature to them, almost yeah. like handed down through generations, learned from mothers and grandmothers. Yes. And it was very much like, of course you have to take care of your body and skin and your right. hair. Um, why wouldn't you, right? right? And so it's not a chore. You know, putting on a body moisturizer is not a chore. It is a joy because you, as you're, rubbing a lotion on your body, your calves, your thigh, your arms, you're like, it's, you're loving yourself. And so that mindset mentality, that shift from a chore, oh, I have dry skin, I have to put on this moisturizer too. My body deserves this. And if I can love myself, then you know how to love others. It's really, you know, wonderful. And I think the fact that I'm in the beauty industry, it's a perfect, 
perfect to start spreading this message. If you'd like to learn more about our guests this week or how you can join the She Speaks community, check out the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening and looking forward to our next conversation. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time.